Hey everyone, before we get to the episode proper, I have two quick things for you. The first thing is that a friend of ours, Reed Butterfield, actually edited this episode. I think it sounds fantastic. Um, If you are looking for a podcast editor or someone to mix or master uh, any kind of audio project that you are working on, go ahead and check him out. Um, There'll be a link in the description of this episode, or you can just go to www.readbutterfield.com. The second thing is that we're talking about, you know, just the past 50 episodes of this podcast, and there was one thing that we forgot to mention, unfortunately. We were kicking ourselves after we recorded this episode, Um, and that would be our brochachos, our uh, patrons over on Patreon, um, because of all that they do. I mean, because of you guys, um, we've been able to do some cool stuff with the money that we get coming in every month. Not only that, y- your input has been absolutely invaluable for where this podcast thing goes. And not only just, you know, recommendations and things like that, but you guys have supplied us with bite sized episodes and come on episodes and stuff like that. And it has just been. Amazing. I mean, we feel so much support from you guys, especially. Uh, so thank you so much. Um, we're just glad that you're along for this ride and definitely wanted to give you a shout out because we forgot. <laughs> That's kind of one of the main uh, things that we've seen over these past 50 episodes and how the podcast has been growing. Uh, so thank you guys. We love you. Now, on with the episode. everybody welcome to the backlog breakdown i'm nate and this is the big 5-0 josh we're halfway there whoa to, to 100 we're halfway there whoa it on bro- i think i just woke up my kids sorry uh, it might have just happened not, i know i blew up my microphone oh but, nice uh, yeah nice. that's a, you know that's always fun bon jovi why not you, you gotta go for yeah. it we're halfway there. We're halfway to 100. Wow. And that is exciting. Wow. Halfway to 100. If we were a weekly podcast, this would probably be our 100th episode, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's feasibly how, how it works. If you stretched out the length of our podcasts all around, the, it would actually circle <laughs> the world six times. <laughs> that's because there's some beefy boys beefy. in there, man. Yes, that's true. Some beefy beefy boys fill enough burritos to feed six villages for a year with all villages and where african villages that don't get beef tacos a lot Mm. (laughs) no that would they would go a long way so yes that's what i've heard this took a turn for the weird why we do what we do i've been cooped up in my house no i haven't actually i've been working a lot so uh anyways How, how are you man like how is how is the quarantine twenty twenty mm-hmm. treating you? Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. See, I wasn't going to go there, and then you go asking these leading questions like that. Um, yeah, but as we've just, discussed, uh, it's it's just different, you know. For a lot of people, this time uh, uh, the time slows down, and that is just not the case for me. I I, I didn't technically have a day off this past week. 
Um, not that they were all full days, but just, you know, there's always more that needs to be done. So, um, it's been, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to say busy, but it's been busy. Well, you're a very busy, busy boy. That's, that's what happens. With consistency. Mm-hmm. You're, at least you're consistent. There you go. And that's why 120 hour JRPGs take me months of my life in order to, <laughs> to get halfway through. Oh my. So, yeah. Well, I'm about as many hours into Persona 5 as episodes we've done of this podcast. <laughs> oh, How's my. that one? If you stretch it out all oh. the episodes of the podcast, it might be about the amount of time that I've put into Persona 5. <laughs> that is a, an absolutely intriguing metric. <laughs> I'm just throwing numbers. I dig that. Um, I, that would be interesting. I wonder... You know what? Weird side project. I may go back and sort of just look through all our hourly counts and see uh, see how many personas are are you know our episodes are. That's true. If you go on a persona binge and you go on a podcast binge of our podcast and you just listen through all the episodes from front to back, how many times could you beat Persona Five? How many times could you beat Persona Five Royal? Ooh, I kind I kind of want royal. <laughs> I've heard they make some good quality of life uh, improvements for that one, so um, that's that's nice. I just liked the price tag of literally ten dollars new for Persona Five, so that that sixty dollar price tag yeah. is 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 a kind of a hard sell unless you get the super awesome cool mask edition. Become a confidant like Wesley yourself. did exactly. Exactly, Wesley. We need pictures in the, in the the Brochacha Lounge. That's true. Of you wearing said mask. I want to see it, and I want to know what persona it is. Is it Arsene? It's, well, it's the Joker mask. Oh, okay, there it's you the go. Arsene mask. There you go. Arsene Lupin. There you go. Or Arsene or whatever. But uh, no, okay. Just I before we get too off the rails here, I do want to just mention the okay. fact that, like, yes, I really want to play Persona Five Royal, but. I want them to build in an option where I do not have to just start from ground zero. Let me import my save or something. Like yeah. I don't I don't want to just start all over from the beginning. Like ugh. that just makes me like the, even the thought of that makes me kind of bleh. If you start listening to our podcast from the very beginning and you go all the way to the <laughs> end, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible i i would ask anyone to do that oh man i mean if, if somebody wants to go ahead but oof 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 um but hey, well just to i know that you were saying like things haven't been very different for you because uh of like you know you're still working and mm-hmm. you know we've mentioned it before that during this uh quarantine 2020 i work for the post office i'm a letter right. carrier and for the most part i've still been working too but i have uh last week i had off and then nice. i took two weeks of annual leave mm-hmm. uh they were supposed to be like getting together with my army buddies and that really didn't pan out okay they still got together but i just wasn't comfortable like me personally like i for me it was like I don't want to expose them unnecessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not oh, saying gotcha. that I have it, gotcha. or any, but it was like, I just wasn't comfortable. And so I was like, I'm not going to go this year. Um, so I, I did miss out on last weekend, um, which is okay. You know, it's it, I wasn't thrilled, but I, I am planning on going next year. Nice. So... Is it always around your birthday? It is. It is. Nice. Yes. Yes, I did have a birthday. Woo! Around that time, I am now 39. I am officially one year closer to death. 
It's true. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't argue with those numbers. And it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of surreal. I'm in my last year of my 30s mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm staring down the barrel at 40 now, man. I'm like going, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> and uh, with that, you know, I definitely, I, I sort of, and we talked about it in, in, in the bro hang and then I'll talk more about it in the backlog report, but uh, I spent the first week of my vacation playing a mess of Diablo 3 mm-hmm. and and not doing a whole lot. I mean, I did a few things like, you know, but I was like, I'm just going to turn my brain off. And I, I was like, at first it was like, I'm just going to, like, it's the day before my birthday. It's my birthday. I'm just going to be a bum. Burp, 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 burp. Yeah. And then it was like, the rest of the week, it was just like, kind of like, like, yeah, I'm just not doing a whole lot. But I definitely, I do sort of feel like that was needed. Because mm-hmm. I had even thought about taking this second week and canceling the the leave and just saving that for something else. Okay. And then I got to a point where I was like, I'd had like some stuff go to, well, and, and I told you about like the, the run-in that I had with a supervisor right. and stuff. And I was just like, I was starting to fry. And I was like, I need to take a serious step back. Yeah. And just like, sort of like, yeah, catch my breath, regain my equilibrium, whatever. So that's uh, what I did. Nice. Nice. One cool thing that I did do. So last Friday, um, I did work the first half of the day, but um, my wife was able to get her cousin to babysit and we actually went out for once. So here in Austin, We've started opening back up, quote unquote. Okay. Uh, we're like, basically the state, uh, our governor said that like restaurants can open back up at 25% capacity. So long story short, there's this really good barbecue place here in town that we thought we'd figure, we, we, we'd try, we pre-ordered food because that's what you do. And we weren't sure if we were actually going to be able to eat there or if we were going to leave. Turns out they actually had a lot of space there which is pretty cool. It was socially distant. So all the tables, you know, like every other table was shut down. They couldn't yeah. have as many people there, but that was really nice. So we, so we had barbecue, we had ice cream and peach cobbler, Ooh, had some beer. And then nice. afterwards we went, well, we actually went to the store and grabbed some. And then we went up to a parking garage and just to the very top floor and parked our car. We have an SUV and uh, just opened up the back and just sat in the back and watched the sunset together while we ate our oh. dessert and drank. Yeah. Well, I drank. She she had a, did she have a kombucha? I think she had kombucha. So, yeah, it was nice to just chill. And yeah. I love my children. I love my children. But we've been in the house with my children for, you know, weeks without going out. So, no, it was yeah, nice dude. to just have a couple hours to just... Ew. Oh, Watch for sunset. sure. I bet. I bet. I love my dogs and my wife, but even being like home as much as I am, I'm kind of like, this is insane. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just want to get out for a couple hours. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's, it's weird. Cause like normally I tend to just sort of be like, like, I like to go out. I like to be with people, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm very comfortable just like coming home and sort of like vegging and, but it's yeah. like, I, there were a few times where I was like, I will go out and get groceries. I will go out and do this thing. I will go out. Yeah. You know, I was like, and it's like, that's, that's with me having only spent like a couple of days. 
mm-hmm. at home. So I can only imagine how like other people who have been home a lot more are sort of like, yeah. But no, that's how, that's very cool, man. Peach cobbler is the bomb. I love yeah. peach cobbler. It's like I love fruit, baked fruit desserts. Like mm-hmm. for my birthday, Megan got me, uh, or not got me, but made me apple crisp, which is like nice. Oh, there are things that make me happy in this world, Josh, and that might be a. It's pretty darn near top of the list. Nice. Like I, I was like, I, we got some uh, fancy vanilla ice cream. It's it's a they call it Tripolitan, and it's okay. homemade vanilla, bourbon and brown sugar vanilla, and then old fashioned b- vanilla. All in, it's like a Neapolitan, but it's like three different uh-huh. vanillas. And I had a couple scoops of that in there, and I was like, it was, it was, yeah, dang, you're, uh, you're making me hungry, mm. man. Oh man, that sounds good. And then I ate the apple crisp like the next two days for breakfast, because, yep, yeah, <laughs> you know, as. As you do. As, you know. I did. Yes. As <laughs> I done. As I done nice. did. Well, that's that's a good birthday week celebration of things. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like just a quick shout out. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, the folks like Logan uh gave me a bit of a shout out in TRG on my birthday. And everybody who like posted Aww. and stuff on that, it was, it was so cool. And it was just such an encouragement. And, and I, I threw up a live video sort of thing, just thanking everybody. But I was just, I was, I was surprisingly touched. I, I was surprised at how, like, how nice that was. Like how, because it's, it's weird. You, mm-hmm. you know, everything's weird right now. And it's just like, I'm not a big like party guy anyways, but just uh, all of the well wishes. And so just if anybody from TRG hears this and you didn't see the video, thank you. Uh, you got, you know, that that was really awesome. Uh, shout out to Logan for just being an OG homie. Yeah. It, it was, it, it meant a lot. It meant a ton. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> nice. Well, um, I'm glad to hear that your past couple weeks have been so good. Um, but you want to roll on into the backlog report. Do you have anything to report on over the past couple weeks? I do. I do. All right. I very much do. Uh, do you want to go first? Or well, the, the first we ought to f- get them. I, I gotta. I gotta take my report out. Welcome to the backlog. This evening we'll be talking about. <laughs> that's that's not our backlog stinger. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a, that's not our, our report stinger. I just kind of lost my mind for a second. That's okay. All you bets know, are after off. fifty episodes, it's the you think we fiftieth episode. <laughs> exactly. Who know? You know, it's episode fifty. We'll do what we want. We might have new sounds this time. Okay. You'll 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 sit there and listen. And you'll like we'll do it. what we want. No, well, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't have that much to report on, honestly. You know, I say that all the time. But it's really the same two games that I talked about last time. Uh, Persona 5 mm-hmm. has been primarily where all my time is going. I'm trying to get through it as much as I can. For anyone in the know about the game, I got Futaba in my mm-hmm. party. And I have gone through the summer now, and it's back to school 
And we are looking for, I, I just spent a bunch of time in mementos because I had like seven different uh, requests built up. Did you go on the class trip yet? No, I'm right about to. Okay. Right okay. about to. So they just called in Makoto and told her that she had to go too. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. darn, I have to go. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I've been trying to to pour a bunch of time into it. I will say the the more that I play it, the easier it seems to get. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if there's some spike that's going to come later, but it does seem pretty for an SMT game. I think the last two dungeons get a little like intense. Okay. But even the, like I I'm not sure that the the difficulty spikes all that much. Okay. The last the last dungeon might it takes a bit. Gotcha. It can it can do some work on you. Gotcha. You're not ready for it. I was able to buy uh, some equipment that automatically regenerates a little bit of SP every turn, mm-hmm. and uh, so that has kind of broken the game somewhat because then, like, you just throw those on your healers and you've got mm-hmm. tons of HP. So, anyways, uh, and, and I mean that's just one observation. I am enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. Especially, like I said, I've been pouring a bunch of time into it. Um, good news. I haven't had very many issues with PS4. It's, it's stopped. It's stopped doing that clicking and shutting down at least since, you know, for the past couple of weeks, it hasn't given me any scares like that. So that's been nice. Well, that's I have good. had it in rest mode as opposed to shutting the whole thing down. So maybe that's helping. I don't know, but I do back it up. I back up my saves to a USB stick every time. I play just in case it decides to kick the bucket. I don't want to lose any progress. What are your thoughts? Just uh, a quick sort of aside. What are your thoughts on Persona 5 so far? So far, who was it who asked? I think it was Techno Funk Boy in our Discord. He asked like about the story. And I'm like, well, so far it's all been build up. <laughs> you know, I've played, I've put in 50, I think 60 hours at this point. And that's because I'm slow. And, and maybe that's why it's easy also. I'm probably over-leveling. But the, the story has been like just development. Like you're, you're learning about these characters. They've reached a point where they're starting to get a little big under their britches. Is that what? It, how do you say that? They're too big for their britches? Too big What's for the, their britches. Okay. Because like, like, you know, Ryuji's like talking in public, not in public, but in public places, you know, slipping uh, up. You know, something about Phantom Thieves. You know, I know... He, he's starting to sort of buck up. He's like, people should he know some who of we the are. Fame. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. So you can see... And then obviously there's this big mystery about, oh, the person in black, the, you know, the who's been using the, the metaverse in order to cause people to have mental shutdowns and stuff like that. So, so there is this... Like, they've teased you with themes of like, is what you're doing actually the right thing to do kind of a thing? But then every time your team does it, it's like for the best of everyone. So, you know, it kind of it kind of brushes that under the rug. So I don't know if they're actually going to come out and tackle that. But it has been a lot of buildup. Is like, you know, you're the Phantom Thieves and the Phantom Thieves, yeah, have been gaining traction so far. But now it seems like it's, it's starting to hit kind of a critical mass where more of the story is going to come out. You know, like what is happening behind the scenes. Why the mm-hmm. heck do you have this metaverse app in the first place? You don't know. You don't know why your friends have it. I'm I hoping mean, I that know. Gets... Okay. Okay, good. I know it does why. get explained. That's good. I mean, the, the yeah. only the only thing that it said so far, you know, is really uh uh what's his name? Igor, who's just like 
break the bonds that chain you down to society. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, Igor's, or Igor, whatever mm-hmm. his, how you, he has a very, like, sonorous, like, very, it's a very pleasant, deep voice. Yes, it's, yes. He's got I was an like, awesome I was like, voice. I was like, oh, oh, my dude. I was like, yeah. 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 All right, bro. Yes. All right. Nice. Well, break these chains. <laughs> I will do it just for you. Speaking of voice act, you know, I was complaining about a voice actor last time, even though there are there are some really good voice actors in this game, don't get me wrong. Futaba's voice, like, they couldn't get anyone younger? Isn't she supposed to be like she was talking about how she just graduated middle school and she sounds like a you know, like a college student. I'm like, mm, she needs to I don't know. Anyways. I I don't remember. I think I I listened to, I I might have used Japanese voices. Oh, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should turn on the Japanese voices. That'd be pretty cool. I can't, I can't remember which, which voice packs I use. I know I used English for a while, but there was also a point where I just started tuning out. I was just like, "Uh, you're all like, I was like, I don't care. So that that's another reason why it's probably taking me way longer to beat this game is because like there's a lot of text and I'm going mm-hmm. through it all, you know, trying to trying to get the the story stuff in there as well. Well, I would just I read very quickly. Yeah. And so I a lot of times like they're like on the third the third word and I'm done and I'm like boop, boop, mm-hmm. boop. It's like so I I do I do that a lot. Which isn't great gotcha. for retention either, but after like <laughs> 90 hours, you're just like, <laughs> right. just stop talking, people. I just want to be kind done. Kind of get tired of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one question okay. that's kind of spoilery. Okay. So if you don't want any spoilers, you can skip ahead a, a minute or two. I don't know. Is Morgana basically like Teddy? Mm, I can't remember what Teddy's deal was per se, but... Morgana never becomes a human. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, it seems like it's it's saying that. But so Teddy, when I played Persona 4, Teddy was very similar to another character in Persona 3. So like I knew the entire time Teddy's deal. Um, so then when he found out, like it didn't impact me at all because I'm like, oh yeah, you're literally just a retread. You're a more annoying version of someone in Persona I can't, 3. Like, I, I can't remember what... Like, I know that Teddy starts out as, like, the weird mascot bear, and then he becomes mm-hmm. a real boy sort of thing. Yeah, but not. Like, okay. He can take on the form of a real boy, but he's... he. Okay, here's a spoiler. He was a shadow the whole time. Okay. Well, I yeah. figured, like, Morgana is sort of like that. Okay. She, he... I Is Morgana a boy or a girl? I can... It's a boy with a girl okay. voice actor. And it, Morgana is a girl name. Girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Just weird. I, I don't know. The evil. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's like the Merlin witch queen thing. Exactly. Mor- yes. Morgana. Yes. No, that's Morgan Le Fay. Huh. Uh, no, she goes by Morgana in some stories. Well, uh, but Morgan Le Fay, uh, that's the, uh, well, anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a girl's You're, name. Right. Right. Yes. Girl voice is. actor, boy cat. Mm-hmm. It's but, weird. Yeah, the boy cat has a thing for Anne, so yeah, Lady Anne. So Lady Anne, it's a, it's a thing. It's too bad Anyways. for him because when I played, Sucker. my Joker romanced Anne, and you can I suck did too. it, suck it, cat. accidentally. 
I just maxed out her level and I guess I chose the thing that was like, oh yeah, no, we're going out now, which was hilarious. If you're not paying attention, like you'll hit that point with a character and it says like, from here on out, your answers need to be, it's like, like they throw in this little blurb where you can sort of like, if you're not paying attention, but it's like, you've hit a critical point in a relationship from here on out, you need to be very careful. Like it does throw huh. these okay. warnings. So it like I, don't, I mean, I don't but remember dude, that at all. But maybe I'm just there's dense. so much. Well, there's so much crap that you just sort of like you you wade through sometimes in yeah. this text, and it's like I I like Anne. I I think she's fine. I think Makoto's a, a little boring, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like the most regular normal <laughs> out yeah. of all the female characters so far. So I'm just like, yeah, okay. Oh, because it oh, seems like there's some. Uh-oh. You haven't met Haru yet. No. Oh. No. Is she the curly haired chick? Yeah, she might be my favorite. She's a sweetheart. Okay. Okay. Because she's already, she, the, he, Ryuji said something in You've front of her and she's met like her. run away. You've sort yes. of met yeah. her, but she you was had, in a car yeah. in another scene. I mean, she's on the box art in the intro video. So, like, I know she's going to be part of my team. Apparently, yeah. Akechi is too. I don't know how that's going to happen. You'll see. Yeah. Right. Right. You'll see. You probably steal his heart and then he joins your team or something. I don't know. But that's, I mean, that was Futaba. So I, I don't know. Anyways, spoilers. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just box, saying, like, you can see who it is. Like, I, I'm not going to tell you anything because yeah. that, yeah. I, cool. I liked, I liked Haru. I, I kind of wish I would have waited. Okay. For her, because okay. I, I just think she's, she's a much sweeter character. Okay. Anne's, Anne's fine. Anne's, Anne's a sweetheart too. Uh, Makoto's fine, but Makoto's kind of like she's a weird bit of like I, I don't know. Anyways, we Persona Five relationships. Yeah, mm, we we don't need to go down this hole right now. It's so it, weird. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. It, it it's also weird, like putting yourself in the in the the shoes of a high schooler. Which again, they don't look like high schoolers in this game, but still, they are in high school because. Especially with where your character is, it feels like you have to comfort multiple characters. The, the way that the confidant systems work is like the confidants are basically like once you hit a certain level, like level seven or so, they start saying things like, man, I couldn't do this without you. Man, you've been such a help. Man, you know, like all mm-hmm. these. So the boy character, or the male characters are are all kind of like, man, you've really inspired me to do X, Y, Z. But then the female characters are like, I don't know what I would have done without you. You know, like you're really something special. And I'm just like, this is weird because I'm just trying to help. Like I want to help you, but this is weird. Like I don't. Yeah, the weird Japanese sort of like it. That uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, and the game is is allowing you to start these relationships. But I get that it's it's just like you know, like I'm in high school and you drink too much. I'm not trying to start a relationship with you. <laughs> Are you talking about the the journalist? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which she's funny. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but then yeah. the awkward like teacher is like, mm, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, Anyways. Man. Sorry. But like okay, now that we've I did not mean minutes. I did not mean to derail. I just I was <laughs> yeah. like, it's like I, curious yeah. about thoughts. Those well, are my initial once, thoughts. Once on you're done, though, dude, I definitely think we need to come back and we need to 
we need to maybe drag on a third chair, somebody else who's beaten it and just sort mm -hmm. of like talk through the thing. Cause it, that game yeah. is interesting. And there are a lot of things I really, really like about it. Like I said, yeah. for me, the, the length just was like, at the end of the day, I just kind of like, it's a, too long. Yeah. Well, when Wesley decides that he wants to play through Persona 5 Royal, we'll give him a week to finish it and yeah. then we'll all talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll have to like be like, you can't say this because that's a P5R spoiler. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's so. true. And I have heard the story stuff is in that's added is pretty good. They so. add they added a that's semester. Good. I mean, that's why I want to play it because it, but I mm -hmm. like my thing is like I just keep coming back to it. I, I will stop, but <laughs> I just don't want to start from the ground zero. Yeah. Like let me just import my save and like maybe start like a new game plus where I can just sort of bop through some stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What if they sold you Royal as DLC? That would be kind of cool. Oh, I'd, I'd be all over it. I, yeah. I'd probably dump yeah. like, I'd give them like 40 bucks. Yeah. I've heard the actual DLC for Royal is, is horrendous. Like for, because it's $60. Anyways. Oh, well, it's all, it's all cosmetics and let's shelf that. Yeah, and we'll, yeah, we'll sorry. come back. That's a we'll future episode. We we just about had another episode in the middle of episode fifty. That was crazy. That's how we dodged that off bullet. The wall episode fifty is. <laughs> so Persona Five Animal Crossing. Um, not much to say there. It's just you know I play it for twenty minutes a day about and and just it's real you know. life the game with cute animals. <laughs> nah, it's I'm, fun. Uh, no, I, it, it looks it. I just I I need more games like I need holes in my head. <laughs> it's certainly not Diablo 3. <laughs> nope. Um, but really, those are the only two games that I've been playing. Primarily Persona 5 and then some Animal Crossing as well. In terms of reading, I read a book, I'm rereading, listening to it um, called Atomic Habits by okay. James Clear. And it's really good. It's, it's interesting the way that, it, you know, like a lot of productivity books, um, they, they all sound very like adamant about their system or anything, you know, like, mm -hmm. like this is kind of, they all have really good things to say, but generally I find you take what you want to use and then, you know, some other, some of the other, you don't have to adopt it wholesale, right? Okay. Like here, here's the thing. Productivity is not like you can't be a la carte when it comes to your theology. Well, to, to a certain degree, but you mm -hmm. can't be a la carte when it comes to biblical orthodoxy. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can be a la carte when it comes to, you know, productivity methods and right. like planning. Yeah. That, that stuff, like there's some stuff that works for some people and some stuff that just doesn't work for some people. And it's, right. it's okay to be like, this works for me. This doesn't. Yeah, and and that's exact, and that's totally how I feel that this mm. is. Now he lays out his thesis really well, so don't get me wrong. Like, I, I no, I I think this is a really good book. Like, I would rate it very highly. I'm just saying, like, you don't necessarily have to apply everything. Um, but but some of the stuff that's kind of thrown me for the loop the most is is sort of how he talks about habits versus goals. So like towards the beginning chunk of the book, he talks about how uh, like basically you want, oh, man, there's this great quote and I should have written it down, but you don't, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems is what mm. he says. Like I have a different, I have a different theory on what he talks about. He, he's not necessarily against goal setting, but he's saying that there, there are some things that goal setting does it kind of sets you up for failure failure because once you've reached your goal, you no longer 
need to continue in what you were doing to what you were previously doing in order to meet that goal. So say you were trying to to compete in the Olympics, you know, you'd have a crazy regiment that you are up against like every single day training, all that stuff. Okay, you compete in the Olympics. Well, now that that's over, are you going to continue to be as disciplined anymore? Well, no, there's not, you know, unless you're going to another Olympic game, something like that. Like that's that's not the case. So so his so he is talking about habits. Like you want to create habits that turn you into the person that you want to be. Like you want to create habits that are life-changing as opposed to just hitting a specific goal, which I appreciate what he's saying. I just think I have found that the goals that I set automatic, like that is my next thought is like, okay, this is what I want to do. So these are the things that I need to do in order to get there. And so like there's this constant pushing myself also when you meet goals, okay, where's the next goalpost kind of a thing. I I don't find that to be as such a strong like dichotomy of like losing yourself after after you meet a certain goal. But I get what he's saying. I think that, yeah, I think there's validity to what he's saying. But I think too, there is a part where it's like one, you're, you are fairly motivated and fairly Mm -hmm. self-driven and You and I have also talked like goals sort of give you, you are constantly sort of looking for the next goal. And there Mm -hmm. are a type of people that once they hit, okay, there's that whole Michael Jordan documentary that's going around right now, uh, The Last Dance or whatever. I don't know if you've seen anything about it. No, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. But like when you look at like Michael Jordan, right, this is a very driven dude and his goal in a way, it depends on the type of goal. If your goal is like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Once you hit that mark, it's done. But if you say like the goal is like I'm overall going to be like a healthier, more productive, that you know what I'm saying? Like there, there are different types of goals. And like I think both can be useful. But it's like when you look at like Michael Jordan, like his goal was be the greatest basketball player ever. And he was mm-hmm. obsessive and he practiced harder and he, you know what I'm saying? So like when you look at like that's the goal, there really is no resting from that. That's yeah. like, that is that becomes the driving, you know, the the mm-hmm. I think the word is impetus. Whereas like there's there's a huge difference between like, I want to lose 20 pounds so I fit better in my jeans or whatever. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's a that's a goal. And once you hit that, that's fine. But you need to different I think like goals can be part of the habit structure. Right. But they should not be like they can be a finish line, but they should not be the finish line. Yeah. And, and we talked about this a little bit in our productivity stuff, mm-hmm. but I I did just add Atomic Habits to to my Amazon cart, so I'll probably nice. be picking yeah. it up it's, at some point. Yeah, it's good. I would highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it, and I'm again I'm listening to it over again just to kind of get some more of that in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, even just you like listen to it on audiobook. Book. Yes. Oh, maybe yeah. I'll do that. I had it on hold forever for like months at the library before it was finally released. I guess everyone wanted a piece of it before I could get it. But hmm. that's okay because you just load up on a bunch of those holds and eventually you you get, know, they'll trickle out over the, the a few weeks. Huh. So yeah, so Atomic Habits, uh, highly recommended. The last thing that I just wanted to mention, and I know a certain someone will, will like the fact that I'm going to talk about this. Uh, so I got a new phone. And one of the apps that was, you know, one of those trash apps that are automatically on your phone whenever you get them is this app called Pluto TV, okay? 
Pluto okay. TV is just free okay. TV is all that it is. There's a channel on Pluto TV called Tokushoutsu. Mm. And it is just 24 hours, 24-7 streaming tokusatsu. Uh, like old Japanese. I, I say old. I'm, I'm sure there are newer seasons as well. But old Japanese superhero well, shows. like it's like the Ultraman and yes. the the Common Riders and exactly a lot of that kaiju and that kind of stuff. Uh, I forget what the you you are referencing our good friend, uh, the Henshin Dad himself, Henshin Agogo, Henshin Dad Agogo Wesley. Yes, yeah, I get it. I, I haven't watched very much. I've pulled it up a handful of times over the past week. I will say everything that I have watched has been absolutely charming. I'll put it that way. It was yeah. original Common Rider, Ultraman Leo was something that I watched, and I can't remember something else. But it, it's, I dig it. I dig it. You know, it is like a live TV thing. So you're, it's not like binge type TV. Yeah. Because, I mean, unless you have a free, you know, six hours, sure, you can binge it if you want to, but it's not on demand. So you're not going to pick it up where you left off kind of a thing. It's like, you know, when I have a free few minutes, I I started watching it when my kids were taking a bath. Ba- you know, I was, I was bathing my children and just started watching it. I'm like, oh, this is really good. Um, yeah. It just so happened that the Ultraman episode was one with a bunch of kids in it, with this like alien kid who had like this flying bed, which sounds super weird, but again, it was just absolutely charming, and so I enjoyed that. Check it out, Tokushatsu. I think you'll like it. Nice. I uh, I will definitely have to look into that. As I mentioned to you in the bro hang, I did spend some time watching the Ultraman animated thing on Netflix. Yes. Spent a considerable considerable amount of time uh, going down a bit of a wiki hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yep. Yep, 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 yep. I feel (laughs) you. I feel you on that. Nice. All right. So that uh, that wraps up my report. Uh, Two hours later. Uh, How, what, what are, what do you have to report on? Uh, I have a sizable amount of material, but I can okay. sort of punch through it um, pretty quickly, I think. I think. So I mentioned Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. Now, I've beaten this game six different ways, you know, and sideways. It was one of my first Platinums. I love Diablo 3. And Parker, I was like, you should play this with with me. And he was like, okay. And then my brother hopped on. And uh, yeah, yeah, we kind of threw Parker in the deep end. And he's learning to swim now. But yeah, so Diablo 3, I played a mess of it mm-hmm. last week. It's Diablo 3. I like it a lot. It's it's just, it's a fun little like, I'm going to get all this loot. So a bunch of that. Uh, have been playing some Super Mario Brothers 3 on my 3DS mm-hmm. because uh, yeah. our backlog buster for May and June is uh, the Super Mario Brother games. So that's Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, World. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, but it's we're, we're focusing, as far as uh, the Backlog Buster goes, we're focusing on uh, the Super Mario, the, the 2D side-scrolling Mario platformers. Just, li- just like we'll be tackling Bioshock in October. Mm-hmm. We call that Bioshocktober. 
this this go around. This is the Mario Brothers. Super, oh, Super Mario. <laughs> I sound like a, a mother from the north or something. Those Marios. Those Marios. <laughs> no mind. Anyway, sorry. I was, uh, well. Derailed. Super Mario May. I like it. I like it. Uh, or, or Super Mario. That's a, that's a, that's a bit of a weirder, like, term to, or phrase to get weird. my mouth wrapped around. <laughs> Mario. It's weird. Just go with it. Well, it's it, weird. up in New York, it's Mario. It's, yeah, it's not Mario. Exactly. It's Mario. Mario. Uh, or something like a, something like a. So I told you, uh, I started horsing around with, uh, Brothers, uh, Tale of Two Sons. Mm-hmm. That game is weird. It's very charming. I enjoy it. And it's a very interesting experience. And I'm glad that the gameplay isn't super technical because controlling two avatars on one gamepad, it can get real tricky real quick. Yeah. And 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 that's with very simple controls. Like you basically have your interact button and the stick. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, holy moly. It can, yeah, you know, I told you, I was like, you got one brother who's just like all the way in the left of the screen and the other one's walking in circles. And you're like, <laughs> oh, geez. Why can't I do this? I have two thumbs. Yeah, yeah. And my brain, no work. It's like, it very much takes like sort of like the the skill that people, that you've acquired using like thumbsticks and everything else. And it just mm-hmm. takes it and just, turns it upside down it's like hey here's something new and it's like my brain is broken but yeah i'm i'm enjoying that it's it's very different yeah it's it's i i probably have more thoughts on that because you said it's not very long so maybe probably by the next episode or even yeah by the next episode i'm sure i'll be done with it yeah i'd like to hear your thoughts on the end oh man i'm excited okay well, I, I picked up Streets of Rage 4 um, mm. that came out recently. And uh, I mean, I've gone on record saying I enjoy Brawlers. It's supposed to be an excellent one. I'm still keeping an eye out for River City Girls to go on sale because I, I love those games. Anyways, uh, but I did pick up a River City game, <laughs> courtesy of our friend mm-hmm. uh, Wesley. He alerted me to a deal in the 3ds shop river city knights of justice it's that fantasy river city game oh yeah Uh and uh he was like it's on sale and i was like oh okay yeah so i (laughs) I picked that up as well i also i don't know if i had mentioned this before but my brother and i uh i think parker might have picked it up too but uh it's a game called remnant the ashes of the fallen or something like that it's sort of like a if Destiny 2 got really friendly with Bloodborne and they made a really bizarre kid, it's sort of a loot shooter set in a Cthulhu sort of-ish world. I, I haven't really played much of it at all yet. I basically just installed huh. it. But we we I did add it to my pile of like games to play with Parker at some point in time. And my brother picked it up because the, the, I basically have started just playing games with the Lukes as they call them. <laughs> so as far as games, that's pretty much it. Like I said, I it was Diablo 3 pretty much all last week. Uh, I did play a little bit of Octopath, um, not a ton. I'm wrapping up all the side stories and stuff on that. Uh, I just, okay. I like the game. It's charming. But now I'm at a point where I'm just like grinding levels and like maxing out jobs and stuff like that. So this is being silly. Yeah. 
As far as reading goes, a little bit of Anna Karenina. I am happy to report, though, that uh, over the last week, one of the things I have been consistently doing is digging back into my Old and New Testament reading plans. Nice. So I've been making headway there. I've been consistent there, and that's that's good. It's nice. And in addition, I've been really consistent in sort of keeping up with my reading and and my quiet time, which is good um, because I was struggling there for a while. But Anna Karenina, I've read uh, a few chapters. I, every time I go to sit down to like just sort of like chew through big chunks, I get sort of like pulled in a couple of different directions. But then, uh, so we mentioned it was my birthday. And I told you about this uh, in the bro hang, but my wife got me, uh, you and I are both fans of the movie, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Mm-hmm. There's a really nice, high quality color print. Uh, it's a three volume edition of all the graphic novels that that movie is based on. Megan picked that up for me. And then I spent like, you know, I just, I would pull them out and like read a little bit before bed. And next thing I know, it's like three in the morning and I've read all three of them. <laughs> but uh, really, really entertaining books. Uh, I I did read through that. Um, and it's a graphic novel. So a lot, a lot more of the time is spent. Like there's, it covers a lot of pages, but it's, it's pictures mostly. And so it's, it's, it's good. It's fun. I told you, you know, I enjoyed it. I recommend it. So as far as my memorization, that is another thing that I've sort of been able to double back on and really actually sort of knuckle down on in the last week. Nice. I'm pleasantly surprised by what I have retained. And I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to get back into that. I, I've been managing to exercise lately, you know, because, you know, the quarantine 15, that everybody's talking about or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to put on weight, but I'd gotten a little lazy. Uh, I can't get to the gym. And in addition, I've been counting my calories. So, and those, like all of those things over the course of like the last week have sort of been, I've been able to be fairly consistent there. So th- those are just areas that I want to touch on in the backlog reports from time to time. You know, trying to make some changes, you know, get back into healthier rhythms. Yeah. So we are almost at 50 minutes here, Josh. Oh, recording. my goodness. So we should get on with our 50th episode <laughs> extravaganza. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, so it's our 50th episode, man. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and you and I sort of like, we we bumped some stuff around uh, last minute because that's how we do. It's true. But- yep. My fault. No, no, I, it was a good, it was a good <laughs> thing. It was a good thing. But I was thinking like, you know, we do from time to time sort of look back and say like some of our favorite moments and stuff. But like, I think mm-hmm. this is a little special here, man, because I do want to point yeah. out, we, we have an episode zero and I just- I think it's really That's interesting true. when you listen to episode zero, if it's like, what, maybe five, 10 minutes? Uh, well, right. I mean, episode zero was really just, those were the funniest bits to me of our longer conversation that we had. Yeah. So there is, there in a hard drive somewhere, there is the full, you know, whatever it was, half an hour, 40 minutes, whatever. 
but that wasn't even necessary. It, that whole conversation wasn't like, hey, we're going to record a podcast. It was really just like, hey, let's get together and kick around some ideas. Mm-hmm. So that, and that's why I put it as zero is because it's not re- it was never meant to be an episode. But these were the most hilarious parts of it yeah. that I just found like everyone needed to hear. Oh, dude. Yeah. And and uh, I every once in a while, I do go back and listen to that. And it just makes oh, me yeah. like giggle. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's listening or not, but uh, Jesse, we actually need to talk, you and I. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we we uh, we have plans of maybe hopefully roping him back in here soon. But, yeah, so it was just like, it was you, me, and Jesse. And we had had a few of those Google Hangouts and calls. And it was like, why don't we record the audio? And this was just kind of fun and goofy and you yeah. know, to listen to. And that's, that's, that's sort of where this started. And then... It sort of died off. And then, you know, I, I came back to you and I just, you know, we've, we've talked about the origin story of this is that, uh, you and I had sort of bounced this back and forth and I came to you and I was like, I think we need to do this. Uh, and it was after you had gone on TRG and talked about dark souls. And I was like, yeah, I, I need, we need to, we need to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. I did feel like it was necessary to just sort of like go back and at least for a second acknowledge episode zero and our roots yeah yeah because that was oh man even well as as we'll see as as we you know take a look at 50 episodes of you know fun times and great memories i'm i'm very biased because i uh was part of a lot of these episodes (laughs) So as I look through kind of the episode list, I'm, you know, there's, there's rarely an episode where I'm like, oh yeah, that wasn't, you know, like I didn't enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like even our worst episodes were still a ton of fun to make because I just get to hang out and talk video. Like this is just a cool time. Yeah. It's in a sense, it's hard to narrow down just because like, oh, I I think there was that really cool part of that one, you know, this little gem in here, especially, I mean, I know I don't always give the most descriptive titles. Most of them are jokes, but uh, looking into kind of the uh, description that gives a little bit more uh, context to what that the title talks about. It just reminds me of, yeah, the conversations we've had and the things that we've kind of kicked around together. So it's always a good time. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Um, I mean, and we've been really fortunate too. Like we've, we've had some friends who have joined us from time mm-hmm. to time and hopped in. We we did reach out to the brochachos and some of the listeners and just ask for feedback. But I did want to just, uh, and, and, and you and I both, I think would agree that one of our favorite episodes that we ever did was the, what what is it? Saiken Densetsu, but what is the... The the Legend of Zelda two episode where Paul and Wesley oh, came on, oh yes, and it uh-huh. was a madhouse. I never remember what the title of it. It's some phrase, and I'm just listen. I barely speak English. Don't expect <laughs> me to like the the Legend of uh, Zelda two uh, episode with Paul and Wes was just a blast, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was early on. That was fairly early on too. Yeah, it's kind of crazy as I was looking back. That's episode eight. Backlog breakdown, no Densetsu, Link's adventure. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, but that really sort of became like a bit of a linchpin moment for me where I was like, that that episode was so much fun to record. Just an absolute, like I said, madhouse, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and of course, like the the three of you, 
you and Wes and Paul actually all played and beat Legend of Zelda. And I came in and I was like, I got nothing. I was like, it was too hard and I quit. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was just, it was so enjoyable to sort of like sit there and be part of that conversation and listen to you guys sort of talk about all your moments, all your favorite moments in the game. And just like, Mm -hmm. like all the riffing and the, 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 like the busting on each other and the, like, it was just, that was, like I said, still one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I, I do dig that one up every once in a while and listen to it. Uh, cause it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you did, uh, you know, send out on our various social media platforms, uh, just an invitation to share kind of, you know, your mm-hmm. favorite episodes and, uh, and techno funk boy. Uh, he, I'll uh, quote him here. He said, the whole adventure of Link Challenge and then podcast was great. I've had that game since the 90s and never got far into it, but playing along with people was a blast. Found a game I love and I didn't think I would. And y'all got your single best episode out of it. He's kind of not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, That was, uh, yeah, that was so much fun. And, And yeah, I think even kind of early on, one of the things that I've seen was just that guests make such great episodes. Like I always Mm -hmm. love when we can have someone else on and, uh, you know, add their kind of flavor into the mix and their thoughts as well. It's, it's a great time. And then also the other thing that he mentioned is playing games together is also a lot of fun. You know, over the couple of years that we've been doing this, there've been a, I was going to say a handful, a couple handfuls of games, actually, as I was looking back on it, of games that we've played together, even if it's just you and me, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we throw it out to the, to the group as well. And, and, you know, most recently it was uh, Resident Evil 2. And so Mm -hmm. like, even that was just super cool that, I mean, I love single player experiences. That's that's primarily what I play in video games. But the fact, like, to kick around kind of some of the stuff the games are doing uh, with someone else and and going to going through it together is just really cool. You know, it doesn't yeah. even have to be like a couch co op situation. Well, but. and it sort of harkens back to that playground experience. And if I'm being yeah. honest, like when I first threw together the the backlog book club, so mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier that we're doing a backlog draft here. Um, but that's that was the origin. Like the 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 backlog book club actually sort of was born out of a group chat with a number of guys who did the original backlog draft with me. And I put this mm-hmm. sort of bootleg group up so that they could jump in and we could all have a place to sort of outside of the chat to hang out. And it was like guys like Eric Bryant was part of that, our friend uh Charles from GG was part of that, Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, Jesse was part of that crew. There were a a handful of guys that were part of that original backlog draft. And that's where the book club started. And as it sort of grew, I, I really did want to, and this is where the book club part of that name comes from. So I think sometimes Mm -hmm. people get a little confused. They're like the backlog book club. And they're like, is it right. about books? And I'm like, well, it can be. I mean, you know, we definitely do have some conversations around books and we definitely want to encourage our listeners and and the people in the group to read and read well. But it's more about having those conversations and those discussions. I mean, I even look at when we were playing Backlog Golf, my favorite parts of Backlog Golf, I mean, once... I sort of lost the the crazy edge to just sort of have the lowest possible score. <laughs> but there were the conversations that came out of that. 
It's like that ability to sit down and sort of talk with somebody about what I was playing and have maybe not super in-depth conversations, but just conversations surrounding the games that we're playing and some of the things that we're experiencing. And so Mm -hmm. for me, that's just been a real blessing. Like it's been a real joy, I guess. And, And being able to like, you know, you mentioned the Resident Evil 2 episode and we had we had another good friend of the show micah on with us now mm-hmm. the the nice part is we got to sort of experience like he brought an expertise to that micah is a man that like he, i think he, he and i are our tastes kind of align in many ways mm-hmm. because yeah. one of his first co-hosting episodes or you know third chair, whatever, but was a personal favorite of mine, a uh, personal favorite to his. And then it was your first time, but like shout out to the Colossus, man. Yeah. I think uh, I have to give a bit of a shout out to, uh, I don't know if it's Jono or Jono Spark um, in our discord, mm-hmm. but he said that he loved that one. And I, I, I'm going to, he basically, uh, he said the series on shadow of the Colossus was great. A colossal amount of beef, which, mm-hmm. we, I, and occasionally we bring it out but we talk about our beefy boys and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's the whole, we're really good at being bad at brevity kind of shtick, but yeah, those, those, well, and it was like four hours of recording with Mike or something. It was like, it was yeah, three and a half, remember. four hours. It was, it was, yeah. It, I mean, it was a blast. I had yeah, oh, yeah. a great time and it, and it honestly, I felt like we probably could have spread that session out over another few hours it just it really felt like we were like powering through the bosses and everything else maybe someday i'll rope micah into like a multi like you and micah and i can sit down we can like carve out a much longer session (laughs) or maybe that's just madness and i you know that that will be like you know that will trigger the end times uh Um, but uh, you know, it, it was, that was one of my favorite episodes to do just cause I got to talk about a game that I love with a guy who was experienced it for the first time you, and then Micah, who is just as, if not more entrenched in that game than I am. So I was a personal favorite of mine. Um, and I'm, I'm glad mm. that at least one, one of our listeners enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Micah, Micah said he really did enjoy our top 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, and those were fun to do. They were, that was almost like, I'll, I'll tell you what, when I look back at that, like, I'm, I'm really glad we did it. And we have plans for that list going forward as well. But man, that was like, that was a little, int- that was actually frightening for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it whittling. Well, and it's weird. Too. I mean, we've talked about it before, but just how how that list ended up um, is really interesting. Just you know, because it's based on uh, we we had it uh, kind of democratically aggregated. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just throwing that word. The, the here. process for building that list was like it was it was semi nightmarish from <laughs> from our perspective. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of games on there that I, well, frankly, that we haven't even played. Yeah. Um, but just ones that I wouldn't even have thought, you know, would be on a top hundred list. So it was it was a lot of fun to cull through it. But then also the the flip side of that is the ones that I really wanted to push through, even despite you know how much uh, how much praise other games or how many votes other games had. So yeah, it, it was it was an interesting uh, exercise in coming to um 
what's the word compromise, <laughs> yeah. you know, with, with different games, but, but no, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun and to be able to talk about it too, man, oh man, you know, we talk about how we have beefy boys and if we were to, I mean, like, imagine this, you're talking about your favorite games of all time. Even if you give two minutes to each game, which is a ridiculously short amount of time, that's 200 minutes. And that's two minutes between the both, you know, like that's, that's, it's just the, the logistics of something like that is, is just dumb unless we completely pass over, uh, some games altogether, which is why we, you know, we split it up into two different episodes, but, uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Um, it always gives us a lot to talk about <laughs> when we're talking about a hundred games. Well, and it's not like we need help there. Right. Right. <laughs> as opposed to talking about one game for three and a half hours, you know, as we do. But even that too, so so there's a contrast there um, that I think we've found, you know, because uh, we do talk a lot on the podcast. Uh, but when we kind of do flyovers of different games, I mean, we can, yeah, we, we surely we can talk about a hundred top hundred games uh, for quite a long time. But then if we if we focus on one specific game, you know, you, you said even the Shadow of the Colossus one, we talked for a lot but but we focused on like each boss battle in that game there was a lot there's a lot more that's going on in that now that is the you know core of the gameplay in shadow of the colossus but there's a lot more to talk about in that game that doesn't just revolve around each of the boss battles themselves so yes, there is more to talk about. So so it's interesting, like even though we've done specific episodes on specific games, like there's there's still more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we sure can talk, but there's always gonna be more to say. Especially with some of the, you know, standouts, with some of the greats in at that uh that video games have to offer. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. Um I think there are some topics like looking early at some of our earlier episodes, and I've mentioned this before, but uh, and somebody else brought it up, I think too. But the emulation episodes, yeah, yeah, and I think they even said, "I man, I, I wish I could give credit. I forgot, to, but it, I really it was Wes. It was, it was Wes. I did, yeah, I wrote down all of the the quotes here. Wes said the emulation two parter is still one of my favorites, and I could definitely see some benefit in revisiting that topic now that it's about two years old." Yeah, it's definitely like it's one of those things that like even hearing that I was like, okay, yeah, that's that sounds about right. That sounds Do good it. to me. You're like, <laughs> so we'll probably have to try and work that in. And I think too, like especially okay, so in the year of the remakes that like in the the last couple of years with the remakes that we're seeing, like mm-hmm. uh, I think about uh, the Trials of Mana yeah. remake reboot sort of thing that came out. Yep. that's probably like the most obscure. Well, and th- that was also the Mana Collection for the Mm -hmm. switch but that's like one of the more obscure games that like my first experience it was via emulation yeah and so now that we're starting to see some of these initiatives come through and and again you're not going to get every game that you want i mean i was talking Mm -hmm. to somebody in the book club about how you know and i i may have mentioned this on the podcast before but i really want to see them with with the the success of Final Fantasy VII Remake, I really want to see them come back. And I mean, have I ever told you about like my secret, not so secret sort of dream for Final Fantasy VI where they just do it all with Amano's art style and it's basically just sort of a cleaned up engine, but it's the same game, but everything is in those like that super wispy, willowy Hmm. Amano like 
fashion art style. Interesting. I want that game. <laughs> like, yeah. In my yeah. head, I'm like, I would play the snot out of that, but I'll probably never get that game either. <laughs> I'm I'm just curious how that would look because I'm I'm thinking of something like the what's that Final Fantasy fighting game? Dissidia. This, yeah, there you go. Where the character they're they're much more Amano styled, but it's 3D. Well, I'm thinking more even like you go with almost a 2D sort of sprite based sort of style. Like I'm yeah. thinking more of like Child of Light. Um, from okay. Ubisoft. Like, okay, gotcha. So yeah. like, but like really okay, press into that Amato huh. like art stuff. Yeah. I I love his art. It's oh, just, yeah. it's oh, yeah. I have so otherworldly. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just great. I need to get some of his art books actually, but. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah I've, I've got the Vampire D, uh, Vampire Hunter D Ooh. collection and the Sky is the Final Fantasy uh, collection. It's three books of Final Fantasy artwork mm, so good mm, mm, mm. yeah amano is definitely one of my favorites so going back to sort of the original comment where we sort of yes emulation yeah coming back to the emulation episodes i think uh i don't know that my perspective has changed or my mm-hmm. position has changed but i definitely think we do have like more practical case study sort of stuff to draw from now yeah. we've we've gotten a ton of uh, even with the Final Fantasy VII remake that's sort of come out, like there are arguments now where it's like, well, if a game sort of really, I mean, there are games that are not going to get remade that I feel like should. Right. But there are also a lot of games that are hard, were impossible to play that now all of a sudden they're finding new life. Yeah. So I think, you know, at some point in time here in the nearest future, definitely, uh, we'll definitely have to sort of double back and re-examine the emulation issue. Yeah, I, th- I think something else to that same point um, is even just the fact that the Nintendo Switch is not region locked, like that you can import games and play them on your Switch. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's huge. <laughs> you know, um, it, it hasn't been that way for a while. But then also with the Switch doing so well, there are tons of collections that are coming out. You know, we talked about the Kunio Kun collection mm-hmm. that has like a dozen games that have never been here at stateside. So yeah, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that's coming out. And there's um, not only stuff that's coming out, but just the possibility of of other things. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know that my stance has changed so much as just the landscape and the the opportunity that there is to to resell these games, if at all possible. Like you said, there are some games that just aren't possible. <laughs> I mean, there, there are games that I, I would, would kill to see be remade or re-released mm-hmm. that... Yeah. For like, you know, one of the ones that I think we mentioned in, in the Emmy is the Skies of Arcadia. And basically yeah. the license holder for that, that, that's in license holding limbo. I don't think we even, anybody knows who holds the license for that game. Right. So, or who who would have the rights to republish it or remake it or anything. So there, there's definitely some interesting stuff there that we can definitely double back on and at least sort of like chew through with some new information. And again, I think re-examine the, like there's there's a new landscape there for us to sort of like pick through and mm-hmm. uh, sort of think through. I, I feel like, you know, and I don't, again, I don't have too many more notes from this point, but I do feel mm-hmm. like we haven't talked about these, but early on in that first, in probably the first year, 
or maybe the first six months. And we, we did sort of talk about it, like the beefy boys. There, there have been a ton of like inside jokes that mm-hmm. came from within the podcast and, and with the guys in the brochacho den in there. But man, you know what I haven't heard either one of us say in a while? I'm not sure. What are you referring to? Brain jazz. Brain jazz and oh, corpse paint yeah. Kirby, man. I, I, I often think of corpse paint Kirby. <laughs> um but I probably haven't brought him up in a while. Pour one out for our homie Corpse Paint Kirby. It was like <laughs> it was like one of those things. Like I, I just it was like there was such like a running gag with that for a mm-hmm. few episodes, and it was like, but that was a really good joke. Like we we had a really that was a really good little bit. And I, if I didn't think it would get my pantsuit off by Nintendo, <laughs> I would make and wear a Corpse Paint Kirby T-shirt. Mm-hmm. He is one tough cream puff. That's for sure. He's a l- little morbid. <laughs> But that's what Corpse Paint does. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you have because it's probably been shared in like all the different gaming groups that you've been a part of. But there's one of those, it's a little comic strip where Kirby goes to the doctor. Have you seen that one? I don't know. And uh, he asks him, the doctor like asks him to, to open his mouth, you know, like he needs to look inside his mouth or something like that. And then in the next, uh, in the next little panel that's what it's called it's yes. called a panel i read comics um <laughs> in the next panel it's kirby with the little like uh stethoscope around his you know he's wearing it as a necklace and he walks out and to where the um where the receptionist is and he's like "Susie, send in my next patient or something like that oh look cute it's cute Kirby, Kirby is cute. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, then when we get our hands on him, we, we turn him into a morbid death metal loving fiend. But, I mean, because he's absolutely terrifying because it means that he literally <laughs> just ate that doctor and he is replacing him. I mean, like, what if you were under fear of just some pink blob showing up at your house and replacing you? I mean, that's kind of scary, right? No, that's it like is, Skynet stuff. It is horrifying. Like the, the real life... Uh, ramifications and implications are absolutely mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah. And that, but that's like one of Nintendo's beloved mascots. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's, that's kind of, wow. Well, he's cute and everything about his world is cute. And even the bad guy is cute. Like it's just, it's, it's so, it's so jarring when you think about how like absolutely horrifying what he does is and how does he accomplish that you know like what is going on inside of um his intestinal tract you know i don't know who knows Uh, well it lends itself to all sorts of weird questions like does kirby even have intestines or is it just some sort of like basically sort of like shaped gelatinous cube thing Mm -hmm. who uh it's it's terrifying i i don't I'm I'm scared even thinking about it right now. <laughs> How does he absorb the essence of his foes? How does that happen? Because it's almost instantaneous, you know? Who knows? I'm, I'm fairly certain that the pink is just makeup and that corpse pink Kirby actually is the 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 native default state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it's you go. Fueled by witch magic and hatred. <laughs> With just a nice pink coat of paint. It's awesome. Just rolls around in some pink makeup for a while. He's a lot more palatable that way. Yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah, those are good. Some of the, 
you know, we, we do some of these looking back on previous episodes occasionally. We've done a few. So as I was thinking about some of my favorite moments, and really they've been, you know, more just the inside jokes here lately. And the two that stick out to me the most are Emperor Mickey. <laughs> do it. Do it. Exactly. Yeah. Even, even if it's not like it, it, the first time that he showed up was mm. just so freaking funny that he has a special place in my heart. Even if he doesn't make me laugh every time. It's I, just like, I don't think that, did we record? Because I think you and I laughed for maybe 15 minutes solid. Yeah. It was yeah. like sort of like towards the, the end of the episode. And I just, was that me? That it was, it, yeah. And I yeah. just went, it, do it. We just signed off. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the end of the episode. We I think I laughed so I laughed so hard because you were laughing so hard. I laughed so hard I cried because (laughs) you were losing it on that end of the mic. And like for some reason, it just made, uh, and we were probably like sleep deprived at that point in time. So yeah. Yeah. Emperor Mickey. And then, and then here recently, your, uh, your Carol Baskin introduction (laughs) was, (laughs) was just, (laughs) much. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, when you have a cultural touchstone like <laughs> Tiger King yeah. and you don't just uh, Carol Baskin it up, <laughs> I mean, it was, I, I was just like, it was like one of those things where that fever dream of a documentary was still fairly fresh in, the, in, in my mind. And I just was like, ah, oh, this will be funny. And then you... You just are like, I can't believe you did that. I could not. You went there. And I was like, yep. Yeah. I, well, and I think a lot of that just comes from the fact that like I have zero, you know, self-awareness <laughs> in, in, in the worst possible way. I just say things that are in any other era, you know, I probably would have been the village idiot. <laughs> I probably no. I probably am the village idiot. I just didn't, <laughs> I just didn't realize it until now. <laughs> I'm just sort of like chuckling um, because like this. I I think the the thing here is that it really has just been a delight. The last 49 and now this episode, it has been an absolute joy. Um, one and and I think I say this every time we do something like this, it's always fun to hang out with you. It's always fun to talk about mm-hmm. this stuff. Like these are conversations that I legitimately enjoy your company. I, I've yeah. enjoyed getting to know you. I, I count you as a dear friend. It's, it's just been good. And it's just like, I, I think too, uh, I shared with you, so I did that. You know, we, we do read books and the whole thrust of this thing is productivity and it's basically establishing healthy rhythms when it comes mm-hmm. to vocation and recreation. And uh, I think just the fact that we've been able to sort of explore this and develop it and talk about it. And really, uh, in many ways, this has helped me to firm up and think through a lot of my own positions. I mean, yeah. I just did that bite-sized uh, on my my kind of sort of Sabbatarianism. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's been a, a blessing to be able to sort of talk about these things and work these things out and have th- this forum you know, I, I just, I, I really do count it as a, a, a tremendous privilege to, to anybody who's listening to just be given that voice in and to sort of 
hopefully, uh, and again, just sort of encourage uh, those those healthy and God honoring rhythms of vocation and recreation. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean to like. I I think like the thing is on one hand we can say like hey like let's be responsible and on the other hand then we can sort of talk about emperor mickey and of course Fink kirby <laughs> and there's there's just sort of like this range where we we have a tendency i don't know and may, maybe we're just a little too frivolous or we're, we we dance on the side of levity a little too much but i i feel like mm-hmm. A lot of the, the the conversations, especially on some of the topics, the heavier stuff that we 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 have to wrestle with from time to time, or we get to wrestle with rather uh, from time to time, there's just such a, a solemnity and sort of like somberness where there doesn't necessarily have to be. Now that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be sort of a sobriety. Maybe that's the word I was looking for yeah. to to some of this stuff. But at the same time, it's like these conversations can be fun and wholesome. But at the same time, like there's room to be silly. And and I've mm-hmm. I've just appreciated that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I agree. And it, it's really interesting, again, as I was looking back on the previous 50 episodes. And like also, you know, it's it's been two years. Looking back on two years of my life as well, and how much I've changed in the past two years. You have significantly Even, less hair. And that's true. That is one of the things <laughs> that has changed. Certainly, I, I progressed from my twenties to my thirties. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> um, I had a kid. No, uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's not. She's almost three. You're going. You're gonna have another one. Gonna have another kid. Yes, yeah. that's true. Um, and then who knows what's gonna happen in the podcast? <laughs> then, no, I'm just kidding. But no, like thinking about. It, it hasn't been like significant, you know, I'm a completely different person than I was two years ago. But I think the areas of change um, that I see in myself pertain to a lot of the stuff we've been talking on the podcast, funny enough, how that works, um, of just like stewardship and responsibility. Uh, you know, we talked about productivity and things like that. Like th- these have been kind of the things, th- th- like where my head has been at you know, and part of that was actually turning 30 and and kind of like grappling with the fact that I'm getting older and I need to (laughs) grow up a little bit. And and so just things like that. It's funny how that uh, has has been happening at the same time that we have uh, these discussions, even if it's not like the exact same things that we discuss. You know, we talk about what we're reading and what what we've been into over the past couple weeks. And so like, I've definitely shared a lot of that stuff as well. And I mean, you know, some other stuff has, has I've been like gung ho about and then it has fallen to the wayside. So, you know, you get to see some of my failures as well. Um, if you're, if you're astute, then I think you can figure out my failures by the things that I don't necessarily talk about <laughs> all the time, <laughs> you know, things like that. So, you know, there, there's a lot there, but it's cool to have this forum because I mean, hey, I've been I've been listening to video game pos- podcasts and watching YouTube and stuff like that for years. You know, before we started this podcast, what's what's one more podcast? But I think just the way that we talk about it, um, it you know, obviously it pertains to me because I'm you know co-hosting the podcast, but. It, you know, I I really enjoy the fact that we can actually kind of discuss some of these things that I I'm not really finding 
anywhere else, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and they're they're some of the things that I really have to kind of stop and think about. You know, there have been episodes that we've had that I'm just like, yeah, now I need to actually apply this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've I've thought this through and this this is the best things on paper, but is this actually how I'm living? You know, we've we've talked about I, I'm gonna keep referring to it as we always do but this is just one case of like when we were playing um hollow knight and how you know it got its hooks in both of us and and we made some decisions that in hindsight perhaps we shouldn't have you know uh, just the, the way that um we got slightly obsessed with the game and and lost a bit a little bit of self-control and so to be able to have kind of a forum for admitting that and for like thinking that through it, it, it it's good to be able to to provide that check on that and not yeah. that you can't do that with friends or, or other things like this i'm just saying this is one avenue as i look back it's been really interesting because just my life and where i'm at you know even if i'm not talking about work and talking about like other um projects that i'm that i'm focusing on in life a lot of the same concepts that we talk about here on this podcast, I'm attempting to apply them in other areas of life, if that makes sense. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I can talk about video games for three hours every, you know, week or two. So why would you want me talking about other things as well? You know, <laughs> do you really want a six hour podcast episode Do you to know where my head's at? No, but this is, you know, I, I try, this is me trying to actually narrow my focus, right? <laughs> yeah. At least something mildly pertaining to video games. No, I mean, I hear you, man. Yeah, like even looking back, it is weird that I've I've started so I've 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 started journaling again. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think journaling does is it, it gives you like sort of an outlet, similar in a way to this yeah. podcast, like this podcast in a lot of ways, it gives us sort of those touch points. And so a lot of times because change happens so gradually, you don't think about it. And it's like, mm-hmm. like even when we're lifting, you know, and it's like you're lifting and we talked a little bit about it and it's like you, you pack on weight because of the muscle and, but mm-hmm. you're not super aware of that process until like you hit a point where it's like, Oh, like there's just a point where it's like you recognize there is a drastic difference in between point A and point B. Yeah. But all what you don't notice is all like the, the thousand little steps in between A and B that mm-hmm. got you to that point. And in a lot of ways with this podcast, now we have, well, in this case, 49 little steps that show like mm-hmm. the transition from point A to point B so f- from two years ago to now. And I think too, like there's a little bit of that and that's, that's cool. That's, that's very, very cool. Yeah. You know, and it's just, uh, it's nice. It's nice to have, have things like, I think too, sometimes I, I've really wrestled with this, um, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I think like the thing is, this is useful. Um, and we have had people say, thank you. And that, that means something. And it's like, hopefully yeah. like th- this will continue to be useful to people because it's like, it'd be fun to just do this, just have these conversations. But the whole point of putting this out there is so that other people can, this can be a resource for other people. And knowing yeah. that it, it has been useful for other people in that capacity, it's, it's nice. 
It's nice. I, yeah. it's, it's something that I appreciate and, and I'm glad to be able to, to sort of contribute to that. Definitely. Definitely. And after, so after 50 episodes, you know, at least it's helped a few people. So we're here to announce that we are hanging up our hats. This is the Latin. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. We're, we, we're gonna... We've busted out that joke a number of times and it <laughs> never gets old. Never really. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every time, Lloyd. Is it what, what uh, the dudes from Dumb and Dumber? Is it, it's Lloyd and Harry? Harry. Every time, Harry, just when I think you can't get any stupider and make worse decisions, you turn around and you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't tell you the last time I watched Dumb and Dumber. That's uh, crazy. It, I'm, I'm going to let you right, know right now, it was apparently too long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or not nearly long enough, depending <laughs> on your perspectives. Oh my. <laughs> You know what? I, I did want to just take a minute here at some point in time and just say to everybody who's been listening, um, whether you're just hopping on now or if you've been with us since the very beginning, thanks. Yeah. And again, I sort of touched on, but this is such a privilege that you would take the time to listen, that you would contribute. A lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this Five personas worth of time. <laughs> Five percent is really, um, but we are really good at being bad at brevity. And I, I, do you remember those early conversations where we're like, "Yeah, let's shoot for an hour and a half." Oh like, yeah, hour, oh, hour yeah. and a half. We could do that. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, it just they kept growing and ballooning. Yes, and it's it it's just um that that always that makes me giggle. And we do have the occasional hour and a half episode. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes we do the sub two hours. Yeah, but the initial conversation wasn't, we're going to have an hour and a half long podcast. It was, this is only going to take an hour of your time every two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. it was, you know, <laughs> for all of you guys who don't have a podcast by yourself, the way that these usually go for us is we text each other to, to confirm that we're, we're that, that the episode's going to happen. And then we get on Skype and then we talk for, you know, 15 minutes and then we do our Patreon chat, which is a long time. Uh, <laughs> sometimes as long as episodes. And sometimes then we have longer. our main episode. <laughs> so um, all that to say is it is certainly not an hour of our time. But also I just wanted to clarify, like the time in that makes it into the episode is only a chunk of what we spend each to each biweekly. And here's the thing. I can only speak for myself. I think it's an absolute delight. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yes. I don't mean to make it sound like anything else. It's just so funny in comparison to like thinking, oh yeah, I can do this for an hour every two weeks. No problem. Yeah. It's it's just not that. It's it's fun. It's like it's like when you look back on young Josh and you just pat him on the head and be like, "Aw, that's so sweet." Oh, you precious you know? little lamb. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like so naive. <laughs> I I actually recently uh listened to another podcast and it was a bunch mm -hmm. of younger people and they were sort of like talking about their journey and I was listening to some of them talk about how like uh this, the, some of the things they were saying, and I was just like, "Oh, you, you poor little lambs! 
you have <laughs> no idea what's coming. <laughs> you know? um, but, uh, and, you know, that's just me being, you know, grumpy old fart, get off my lawn, Nate. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> yell at some clouds. But yeah, I, I was just listening to it and I was like, and it, it was interesting because to like, I was impressed with the wisdom of a few of, of the, the younger people. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I was hopeful, like, you know, like, well, like we sort of mentioned earlier, I just turned 39. My next birthday is I'm going mm-hmm. to be 40. And as I get older, it's really easy to fall into sort of pessimism. It's really fall easy to fall, fall into cynicism. And I tend to sort of like have that vibe naturally. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I tend to just say like, people are dumb. They suck. Blah, 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 blah. And to, to sort of hear that youthful optimism, it it was nice. It was, I also had to like, just laugh at it sometimes because I'm like, oh my, you have no idea what you're talking about. And it's apparent. (laughs) Um, but Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it was, it was, it was good to be reminded. And, and there were a few things, frankly, in that, that challenged me and sort of like put me back on my heels a little bit. And mostly it was like, eh, I need to stop being such an old fart. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just one of those things where I was just like, oh, isn't that precious? <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that, you, well, you know, here's the thing. When I was their age, I wasn't nearly as nice as any of them. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody yeah. was saying, oh, you poor land. They're like, oh, you, you know, they probably used a few other <laughs> words. Yes. But episodes like this are hard because there is a part of me that would just want to sort of like pick apart and say, I like this episode and here's my favorite moment and blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. we have 49 episodes of content. I mean, and we've, we've covered some really cool things. Like we've, we've played a number uh, of my favorite games, we've, mm-hmm. I assume we've played a few of yours. Yeah. Yeah. Chrono Trigger, bro. Well, yeah, but that's like a mutual favorite, homie. Like, yeah. And uh, you know what? I, t- I'm even just listening to this, maybe, maybe I need to start l- leaning on you and saying, Josh, you need to start throwing more games in the mix. Just be like, Josh, <laughs> I'm going to come down to Austin. I'm going to put you in a headlock. Pick a game. <laughs> No, I won't do that. I would like to come down to Austin and hang out sometime. Yes. We've talked about that. And right now in the in the quarantine world, that's... Eh. Yeah. But I was thinking like, we, we've done some really just interesting things. Like I think talking about Calvin and Hobbes, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you know, I do have to sort of just give it... That's, that was a personal favorite of mine. And I have to thank mm-hmm. Micah because he was kind of the one who put that bug in my ear. And I was like, then I, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I could talk about Calvin and Hobbes. I love Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> and then you getting to to read through some of that stuff. Uh, that was, yeah. I mean, it would be so, this episode could easily be like a five hour long introspective. Right. Bunch of navel gazing. Mm-hmm. Or we could just make it a clip show. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun at some point, but uh mm. Not tonight. Not today. Maybe, maybe for our big, our big one hundredth, we could there we could go. do a clip show there. A clip from every episode. Ah, oh, dude. So as long you know, as long as one of those clips is just us laughing like idiots, <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I mean, we we know that we entertain some other people from time to time, um, but at least we entertain ourselves, Josh. Yeah. 
Yeah, just a little bit. You know who else is pretty entertaining, though? Just as, as a real quick note, because we, mm-hmm. we probably should start wrapping this one up. My wife is pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. One, uh, just a little bit of a, an update. And it, it's it's not really, but she's, she's actually been p- playing Breath of the Wild and really likes yes, it. Yes, I saw that. She really likes it. Mm. But when I, she was, we were talking a little bit mm-hmm. before we started, uh, you know, before you and I started recording and, um, it has been, uh, what I will say is I, the last week and I did like, it is like, it was mostly me getting stir crazy, but it has been really nice to just have some time to spend with Megan. Uh, we, yeah. we've walked the dogs together several times. We went on a hike, but She's like, so are you guys going to talk about all the games that you've been meaning to play and still haven't gotten around to? <laughs> and I was like, Ooh. I was like, I was like, Ooh. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I, I guess it's like, yes, we've been two years of, I was like, I was like, oh, this will give me a reason to play all those games that I've never played on my backlog. And it's just like two years later, still haven't played most yeah, of them. about those. <laughs> About you mean those. you haven't been breaking down your backlog? I mean, to be fair, I we have dug into some games, but a part yeah. of it too is like a lot of times it's it's super easy to get sidetracked and be like, Josh, you need to play Dead Space. And then I'm like, I can play Dead Space again for the 11th time in my life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's, that's good. I, I mean, I, I like that. I mean, but the other side of that too is there are games... Like Persona 5 was on my backlog and it'd been mm-hmm. on my backlog for a number of years. I bought it. Fair, I bought the Steelbook when it first came out. Oh, wow. I finally got around to playing it. And it was because, I mean, I would have probably done that anyways, but it was because of the show. And it was because mm-hmm. there's, but oh yeah, there's the, the pile always, it, it's always growing. It never oh, stops. Yeah. It never mm-hmm. stops. It's like a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And that that's another thing that's, you know, over the past two years is Nintendo is actually having sales now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Did you yeah. ever think that that would ever happen? But the yeah, the eShop will have some crazy sales. And now I say that it's not usually actual first party games, but, uh, you know, all the little indies that, uh, there, there's just some crazy deals out there and we've talked about them. Um, like, maybe you want to, you want to sale on a, on a first party game? From Nintendo, here's five dollars. Here's five dollars yeah. off. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I've seen some <laughs> as low as forty dollars for the digital version. You know? Yeah. It's just like, ugh. That's Nintendo. Nintendo's gonna Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo, yeah. But, what Nintendo do? <laughs> <laughs> People don't think Nintendo be like it is. But Nintendo, but it do. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> Uh, and oh. there's our corny yep. awful joke for the there episode go. there I you think, go guys I think we're done. Uh, oh man put us uh, yeah if i if i were to look back on the past 50 episodes and pick two of my favorite episodes i would say the episode with bo york and the one with uh micah and west the backlog bro chaches Mm, they still, we still need to get an episode where they get to grill you and give you the business, man. Yeah, that episode with Bo was just an absolute delight. I had a blast. Um, I was so excited to have him on the show. And you know what? I mentioned Black Flag earlier mm-hmm. to you 
I might have to like make that, like keep an eye out and then play and be like, hey, Bo, I just played Assassin's Creed Black Flag. You want to talk <laughs> about pirates? He's he's a neat guy. I, I really do appreciate his time uh, and him just wanting to hop, you know, being willing to hop on the mics with us and, or me rather, because you flaked out. <clears throat> Lame. <laughs> Only blew out my mic a little bit on that. <laughs> Did you notice the through line there? Why I chose those episodes? Because you weren't on them. Yeah, because yeah, I, 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 I see what you're doing. <laughs> I, I see what you're doing. Frankly, you know, your absence, it's, it, you, you are missed when you are absent from the podcast, mostly because it's very hard to keep myself reined in. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I mean, you did, you did well on time with Bo. Well, that's because he had to remind me. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> he was like, he was like, hey, he was like, I gotta go. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So. <laughs> pirates. Yeah, but but pirates, Bo. <laughs> the, the favorite episodes. It's hard. It's I, hard for me to pick two because I love them all equally. Yeah, that that was that was just a joke. I didn't actually I, mean I know. that those were my favorites, but I I I, but <laughs> I my mine was an equal like I was an equally bad joke. It's like I love you all equally, but I love you the most. <laughs> it's by a long shot. <laughs> what is that from? It's a meme. It's a little okay. like four panel okay. like comic meme, meme sort of thing, and it's like two kids. And it's like she's like I love you both equally, and then the one runs off, and she's like, but it's you, and it's by a long <laughs> shot. <laughs> By a lot. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, man. That is how you parent. Classic parenting right there. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, I really love the episodes where we have guests as well. Um, just because just it adds a little, a little spice, right? It, it just changes things a little bit. And it's always a good time to have some more people on. So, you know, if you got some thoughts, listener, and you got a microphone, uh, let us know. Maybe one day you'll have your chance. Well, and that is something too that like, I just didn't want to take a, like if you have a microphone and you have a segment idea, we do are bite-sized and we kind of want to invite other people. Like if you want to do a bite-sized, reach out to us, get a hold of us. We, mm -hmm. we would love to, you know, give anybody that opportunity. All right. Well, 50 down. I dig it, man. We've come a long way over these past two years talking about backlogs, even as they've grown, we've also beaten them down a bit. My yeah. backlog's probably just as big as it was two years ago, but that's not the point. The point is we've been able to share these experiences with others. We've been able to take what we found and enjoy it and have others enjoy it with us. Bigger backlogs mean better beatdowns. There you go. The bigger they are, the harder they fall, right? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it has, you know, it's been good. It's been very good. Very I agree. Very fortunate. Um, very blessed. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Looking forward to the next 50 episodes. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I think every time we do one of these little retrospectives, it is there's no plans to there are no plans to to walk away from this anytime soon. Right. We we right. managed to find more to say all the time. But I think uh I think it's it's time to sort of wrap it up, Josh. So 
That's a good idea. Before before we go, we do want to invite you in before we let you go, as, as strange as that is. Just let you know what is going on in the group. We've mentioned it a little bit on the episode already, but we are doing the Mario Brothers, the 2D Mario Brothers for the next couple months. Mm-hmm. Our Mario Brothers, if you will. The, the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> So join in, let us know how you're enjoying that over on our Facebook group, the hashtag Backlog Book Club on Facebook, or just tweet at us, you know, just let us know what you think. Our handle on Twitter is at BBDownCast. Uh, We also have a backlog draft that has just gone through over on the book club as well. We're listing out games that we want to play, and people are voting on which games we should play first. So I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I'm sure we can have some stragglers if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. I need some support. Um, Because the other part of that is we want you to tell us about those games. We're telling you to play the games, so you tell us what you got out of the games. Again, it's primarily on our uh, Backlog Book Club on Facebook, but, you know, any other kind of social media, however you want to, uh, I'm sure we can find a way. If if someone's interested, I could definitely, uh, we could throw up a channel in the Discord. That's true, on Discord. Because we do have a Discord. Yeah, so if you want to join in on that, just hit us up. You can do that a number of different ways. You can email us directly at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or each of us individually on PSN, on Twitter, Facebook, GG, all that fun stuff. I generally go by Broccolope. That's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E. And Nate goes by. Nate underscore McKeever. Mm. All, all lowercase. All small. All small. All the times. You, get, you throw those uppercase in there, it's going to mess everything up like a password. No, I'm just kidding. It probably won't. But if you enjoy, if you've enjoyed what you've heard the last 50 episodes, uh, we would love it. You can support us a number of different ways and we would enjoy that. You can rate or review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe. I hope you're subscribing already so you can get any future content that we put out and share it with your friends. You know, if you like it, maybe you have a friend who will like it too. Uh, If you want to support us financially, we do also have a Patreon. Just think of it as like a little tip jar. If you like what we do and want us to continue, that helps us continue. I think that's about all the spiel that I have inside me. You know what, Josh? I really appreciate like the the high quality sort of like outro reads or whatever. I mean, like how you you have that down. I I always appreciate the 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 way you close us out. But uh, Josh, we've we've done our things. We've sort of we've wandered to and fro through our corridors of memory. Um, we've we've managed to put on our nostalgia goggles and take them back off. And you know mm-hmm. uh, now we're looking forward to fifty more. Mm-hmm. So we've done what we came here to do. What should they do until next time? You guys keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. And the final word goes to Wesley R. in the Discord. The Backlog Breakdown. Colossal amounts of beef. Bad at brevity. Huh.